Hello, my name is David Ewan, and I'm from the Resurrection Center. I'm going to share with you part two of Don't Be Another Clever Monkey. We talked before, you don't need, or I should say, you don't know it all, and to seek God for the truth. Man doesn't always have it right, not to be a follower of other people who don't have authority, and to be a leader. Um, we learned this from two scriptures. Uh, the first one is Romans 12, 2, and the other one is Matthew 13, 22. So I'll read Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 22, the scripture reads, The seed sown among the thorns is the one who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. So I'm going to talk about something different than what I talked about before when I gave my presentation, Don't Be a Clever Monkey, and then I'll review the first presentation here as well, so you won't miss anything. So let me start off by saying, when you try to change things, you will hear the response, but we've always done it this way. So what I'm going to share with you now is the top 10 list of the real meanings of what people really mean when they say, but we've always done it this way. So are you ready? These are the real meanings. Number 10. I, have got, I haven't got a clue why we do it this way, and I never thought about it before, but I'm not going to admit it to you. Number nine, your question is a good one, but I never asked it and wish that I had. As much as your question disturbs me, I won't admit that out loud. You're new, aren't you? You new people just want to change your perfect little world. We like it that way. We can outlast you. How dare you question, the number seven now, how dare you question the wisdom of your predecessors? It was good enough for them. Why isn't it good enough for you? Have you no blind respect and subservience to those who were here before you? You clearly don't know how we do things around here. It has nothing to do with logic, fairness, and openness. If you are a team player, you will go along with us without asking embarrassing questions like that. We don't like questions like that. And right now, I don't like you asking for it. <laughs> Perhaps you believe that you have the right to ask questions, but you're wrong. Be quiet and go with the flow. It's working the way it is. Leave it alone. Can we go now? And number one. Despite what you are told, this is not a democracy. We don't care about your ideas. Just do what you are told to do and do it the way you were told to do it. So basically it boils down to, I haven't got a clue. I won't admit that out loud. We like it the way it is. How dare you question us? You clearly don't know how we do things around here. You will go along with us. We don't like the questions like that. Go with the flow. Leave it alone. We don't care about your ideas. So our problems are not solved because we are narrow-minded. We struggle to think outside the box because we are inside the box like the monkeys in the cages. In the field of psychology, the Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people mistakenly assess their cognitive ability as greater than it is. 
It is related to the cognitive bias of illusionary superiority and comes from the inability of people to recognize their lack of ability. Without the self-awareness of metacognition, people cannot objectively evaluate their competence or incompetence. In summary, it means we think we know it all. The world controls us and we think we control the world. So how are people controlled by other people? A study shows us how. There's the famous social experiment, and it's called Five Monkeys and a Ladder. So a group of scientists place five monkeys in a cage and in the middle of a ladder with bananas on top. Every time a monkey went up the ladder, the scientists soaked the rest of the monkeys with cold water. After a while, every time a monkey would start up the ladder, the others would pull it down and beat it up. After a time, no monkey would dare try climbing the ladder, no matter how great the temptation. The scientists then decide to replace one of the monkeys. The first thing this new monkey did was to start to climb the ladder. Immediately, the others pulled him down and beat him up. After several beatings, the new monkey learned never to go up the ladder, even though there was no evident reason not to, aside from the beatings. The second monkey was substituted, and the same occurred. The first monkey participated in the beating of the second monkey. A third monkey was changed, and the same was repeated. The fourth monkey was changed, resulting in the same before the fifth was finally replaced as well. What was left was a group of five monkeys that, even without ever having received a cold shower, continued to beat up any monkey who attempted to climb the ladder. What was left was a group of five monkeys that, even without ever having received cold water, continued to beat up any monkey who attempted to climb the ladder. If it was possible to ask the monkeys why they beat up on all those who attempted to climb the ladder, their most likely answer would be, I don't know. It's just how things are done around here. So that brings us to what we've always done it this way, what that really means. So let's think about how the monkeys thought. So there's 10 of these definitions of what the monkeys would have thought when they said, we've always done it this way. The first one, I haven't got a clue why we did it this way, and I never thought about it before, but I'm not going to admit that to you. Your question is a good one, but I never asked about it and wish that I had. As much as your question disturbs me, I won't admit that out loud. You're new, aren't you? You're new. People just want to change your perfect little world. We like it the way it is. We can outlast you. How dare you question the wisdom of our predecessors? It was good enough for them. Why isn't it good enough for you? Have you no blind respect and subservience to those who are here before you? You clearly don't know how we do things around here. It has nothing to do with logic, fairness, and openness. If you are a team player, you will go along with us without asking embarrassing questions like that. We don't like questions like that. And right now, I don't like you asking it. Perhaps you believe that you have the right to ask questions, but you're wrong. Be quiet and go with the flow. 
It's working the way it is. Leave it alone. Can we go now? And finally, despite what you are told, this is not a democracy. We don't care about your ideas. Just do what you are told to do and do it the way you are told to do it. Okay, so again, I'm going to remind you of Romans 12 too. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his pleasing and good and perfect will. And Matthew chapter 13, verse 22. The seed sown among the thorns is the one who hears the word, but the worries of this life and deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. So the message is, don't be a clever monkey. You don't know it all. Seek God for the truth. Man doesn't always have it right. Don't be a follower of other people who don't have authority. Be a leader by following God. Go to church, read the Bible, pray, worship, fast. The rest will take care of itself. My name is David Ewan, and this is the Resurrection Center.